3: Hello and welcome back to the Oak Roads Hatter podcast. I'm Billy Mully, joined today by Ollie K and Jamie Castle as we look back on a goalless draw at the Den, a 3 1 victory against Blackpool, and we look ahead to a clash at the New York Stadium We're going to Rotherham United. Lads it's exciting, everything's positive, not quite as, as um, ecstatic and heightened emotions as. Before and after the Watford game, but we're still in a very, very good place. Jamie, how are you getting on?
0: Yeah,
4: not bad. If, if this is if this is sort of less exciting, then I'm 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 quite cool. Um, now it's, it's sort of getting a bit boring, now, isn't it? Sort of what, nine games unbeaten. It's um, it's uh, I'm, I'm not used to to Luton being this um, this this relentless. If I think, I think that's the word I, I hear a lot at the minute from all the. Various media outlets and pundits. It's just how relentlessly it, it how um, we are as a side. It's just um, yeah, fantastic.
3: And Ollie, are you as bored as Jamie is?
1: No, not at all. Uh, I'm delighted <laughs> to be back on. By the way, um, I'm delighted that you're scraping the bottom of the barrel to get me back on. Um, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not bored at all. I'm, I'm loving the ride. I'm looking forward to the playoffs and. Uh, if, you know, if you cast your mind back like nine games on Beeson is something, but I remember under under Joe Kinnear in two thousand and one when we went nine I think it was like a, it was something crazy nine or twelve games winning straight now, I'd take some of that because if if we did that until the end of the season we we would most likely overhaul sheffield united but i'm I'm delighted I'm not getting bored of it, I'm loving it <laughs> and I'm delighted with scoring more than one goal a game now.
4: Yeah, I say it in jest. Following Luton has been far from boring, but it's um, just the fact that we're we're comfortable sitting pretty third. It's um, I put something out the fact that it's April the what is it April the twelfth, and we're still in, in with a shout of automatic promotion to the Premier League. It's um, it's mad. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's pr- pretty yeah. bonkers. I think.
1: Okay, can you guys think of any season where we've actually not been scrapping for relegation? Or battling for something at the top. I think two seasons off the top of my head in the last 15 where we've been comfortably mid table. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Yeah. It Ta- yeah. I love it. it it's great. It, you know, supporting any other team would be boring, wouldn't it? <laughs>
3: Or well, you can support Luton and a Premier League team as well. Um,
1: uh, According to Monty Panasai, yeah, you can. <laughs>
3: you get the best of both I just can't wait for that, for that dilemma next year
4: if we're Premier League. Be like,
1: oh, shit. I just, I love how much shit he got for that tweet. He got so much flack. It was
4: it's phenomenal. almost a bit... Um... A bit paradoxical, isn't it? Sort of like, oh, I've got a, a, a I've got a local team in Luton and a Premier League team in Arsenal. But what happens when local team becomes Premier League? It's just that that never-ending paradox.
1: Worlds collide.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll start with a little bit of Millwall. Seems ages ago. Um, the the Easter weekend has, has been crazy for the amount of football that's been going on. But of course, it was nil nil. Um, I think they'll asked a lot of questions of us. It was a different kind of test to, to what we've grown accustomed to in recent weeks. Um, they were a lot more front-footed. They were direct, as we expected them to be. Um, I thought they, they'd done well in large parts of the game. But good to pick up another point and another clean sheet, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, definitely, you take it. Um, it's probably the most blind I've seen us going forwards in terms of... Um, the, the whole ninety minutes didn't really create too much, and credit to Mill for that. It was the sort of game that I thought would be a bit cagey. Um, but yeah, it's it's that phrase that I use relatively often. In, is is that if 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 you can't win, don't lose. Um, so it was, imp- it was important that, that we got out uh, we got out of the out of the den alive, so to speak, in terms of c- come away, sort of no damage done, no injuries, point gains. At this stage, at this stage of the season, it's more about ensuring they don't pick up points whilst picking up points, just because of where, where we are in the league and we've got that that sort of comfortable position in terms of being above the chasing pack for the playoff.
3: And as I mentioned before, yeah. it was a different kind of test. Different kind of questions were asked of us. One of the most intriguing battles was was Bradshaw versus Lockyer. Uh, Lockyer again putting a very very strong performance, but I think Bradshaw had a good game. I think he caused us a little bit of trouble in his movement early on. Um, of course, there was a couple of incidents as well with, with uh, Bradshaw going into the box. Um, but again, we stood strong. Even Horvath got got his 18th clean sheet. He's top in the cha- uh, the clean sheets chart at the moment. Um, I don't know if that's changed as of as of Monday. No,
1: he's joint top. He's joined Drunk. up with um, the the guy from Coventry. I can't think of his name. Uh, Wilson is it Wilson? Ben Wilson, yeah,
3: yeah. So incredible, considering you know the the reverse fixture, where of course he made that very early mistake. Um, it was good to show that that he had that mental resilience, mental strength to go to one of the most difficult places in the EFL calendar, and and not only keep a clean sheet, but put in a very, very strong performance where he was not just putting in a few good saves. He was commanding. Um, I think he came off his line very well compared to, to you know, perhaps what we've grown used to seeing. I was just really, really impressed by by Horvath and the game he had.
1: I think Horvath's definitely picked up since that Millwall game. Um, he, he hasn't made any errors. He, As Billy said, he's been commanding his box a lot more now. But I, st- I still feel he's—he's—he's he's, he's not, regardless of what the stats say, he's not the best. He's not one of the best goalkeepers in the league. I, I want to hear you guys you- your thoughts on it, though. I, I just—I just don't think he's the be- He's one of the best in the league. Certainly not. Um...
4: I get what you mean. I think in terms of our defensive record, a lot of the credit I think has to go to the team in front of him. I think. Uh, across all of our records, particularly since Edwards have come in, that, that bell lock Washo back three is probably solid in terms of... I mean, at the weekend, I, I remember Horov making probably one or two saves, but I, I've never really seen him be relentlessly tested for 30, 60, 90 minutes. Like, I mean, again, it's, it's, it's credit to the way we play. Like, n- No team has really worked Suffocated us like I say it a lot. If, if anyone sits near me at the Kenny, in terms of like suffocate teams, you, you sort of get a ball forwards, they'll try and head it away, knock it away and then we have to latch them to it and, and just try and squeeze and squeeze. But no teams really done that to us, and I think the credit for the players almost that means that we have protected Horvath. So I mean, I get what you mean, Ollie, in, t- in terms of that side of thing. I think from from a keeper perspective, I think I do like is that he is good enough with his feet as well. I mean, I think he almost acts as that auxiliary outlet when it comes to if Osho's got it wide or Bell's got it wide, or even lockyer has got it in the middle. Like, he, he always knows positioning where to go or always to, to, to offer up. So, aside from the clean sheet, so I do like how he plays off the ball and I, I'm certainly on it as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we don't let people, we don't let other teams... Um, yeah. Even carve out those opportunities, and we snuff it out so so far up the pitch. Sorry, Billy, crack on.
3: I do think there's definitely a pole opportunity there. Um, something in there, a question about Horvath and, and potentially looking at next season, because I think he's done a, I think the, the best way to describe it, he's done a steady job all season, uh, mm. made a couple yeah. of errors, but also put in some de- very decent performances. In regards to if he's the be- one of the best goalkeepers in the division, yeah, that's again another question. I think that that could be put to put to our followers. Um, I think, for me, just just to add, add to that. The
4: question for me to ask is: if we go up this, this season in the Premier League, and you're told stick or twist, you stick with Horvath as number one, you sign him on a permanent, or you twist for someone else. My answer every day of the week is twist. Uh, without knowing who 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 we could look at to bring in, I would I would gamble on not signing Horvath permanently and twist to take someone else now if we don't go up in the championship it's a bit of a different answer I mean he's still a a good age he's 27 so he's he's far from old as a keeper and he's still probably got some improvement in him if we're in the championship so yeah I I probably might might decline to stick and if we can come in the championship then then I probably would but certainly if we we go up I, I would definitely take the gamble and try and get someone else
1: if we stay in the championship, I don't think he's going to stay because most likely Forest are going down and they're they're going to want him as like a bench goalkeeper if they go down because remember the, the first two choices are on loan they're Navas from PSG and and uh, Manchester United guy uh, I can't think of Anderson. his name Anderson yeah Anderson so they they're going to need Horbach because they let Samba go as well in the, in the summer. Um, Yeah, so I reckon if if we don't go up, uh, I don't think we're going to keep him. But you know, he's definitely come out of his shell. Uh, Look at him, like for the Watford game, where you you know he was waiting on the halfway line to join in on celebrations. Like the fella behind me, um, I'm not going to give him a shout out because it's quite quite embarrassing. He called Horvath a few weeks ago. He called him a bit of a ham sandwich, but (laughs) you know. You know, things think boss come out of his shell and he's, you know, got a bit more to him. Maybe it's a confidence thing.
4: Was that not Edit Justin? Before,
1: no, no, no. Justin was... That That was a that meme because, yeah, he was just ham. <laughs> but, I mean, I think he meant ham sandwich in the sense that he was a bit, you know, if yeah, you heard yeah. uh, an interview earlier this season with the LTST and he was... He, I know he's a bit flat you know he wasn't really putting across his personality whereas I feel like his personality is now starting to to come through and that, that might be yeah. reflected in his performances now yeah I agree completely. Yeah. next year uh, if we go up no if we stay in the championship no
3: <laughs> so we've now seen Millwall twice both draws first, an entertaining tool draw that we played really, really well. Second one, definitely a, a grittier, more of a test. Um, as I said before, lots of questions were asked. Putting you two on the spot, would you fancy Millwall in the playoffs over two legs? No, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I, I would back us. I, th- I, th- I think we, I
4: think we'd go into the Tyres favourites. Rightly, I think over. Three hours of football plus potentially other time. I think we are the better side. I think over the course of which it's games, obviously it's showing with a better side over the course of two games against each other. I think we've shown shown more than they have shown us in terms of really to take the game and and have the intent to 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 win the game. But I just don't like the dynamic, especially at their place. Just. Because at this point, I think you probably assume that we're going to be third or fourth white. So we're, so we're A first. And what I don't want is to go somewhere as hostile as that. And I think the players have shown this season that they're really strong enough to cope with those situations. But it's a sort of situation that given it playoff semi-final first leg, it's a tie that might get away from us. And I don't want that second leg to almost just be a bit too late having to come from 2-0 down from the first leg, for example. So, I think I'd certainly I'd pass, and I, I, I think we would rightly be favourites in, in the betting market. But, yeah, something mentally as, as a fan going to me with the first leg, I just wouldn't like.
1: I completely disagree there. I wouldn't want them um, at all. I, I want to stay well well clear of them i said in the pod just before the first game was called off because of the snow Millwall are like the one team in the league that proper scares me um I, uh, i i i find them sort of to be like the bizarro luton they work well as a team they're in your face they work they work very hard um, they although unlike us, they're, they're a real threat from set pieces. Although we've improved slightly recently, like with Jake Cooper, you never know. Like any any free kick can go in the goal. Um, I would take any other team in that top 10, 12 right now that, that could make the playoff push, other than Millwall. Because I I don't fancy us over two legs. It, it'd be it'd be tough, it'd be really tight, horrible, gritty game that'd be a painful watch. And uh, I feel we'd be really knackered for the final, which I'm quite confident we we can get into.
4: So would you rather play borough? It's, it's unlikely that there'll be a no, situation.
1: You're yeah, no, no but chance. I'm just saying
4: like like if if you were to answer the question, it's unlikely it happens, but would you rather Borough or Millwall?
1: I mean borough. I think Borough. we had a really tight game with them when they were really flying, like uh, Rob Edwards' first game in in charge. And we we absolutely played them off the park for the first 35 minutes. I think they are very open at the back. If you look at how many goals they've conceded, I think they've conceded like 50 goals in comparison to our 36. They're very open at the back. Sure, they're free-flowing up top. I feel like with the system that we now have in place, and we're going to see it in a couple of weeks' time when we play them at home. I feel it's going to be an absolute ding dong of a game, and I think we got enough in the tank for Borough. Whereas Millwall, on the flip hand, uh, on the flip side to Borough, Millwall are very, very disciplined. Whereas Borough have more going forward, but I think we can handle the more going forward because we're defensively so good.
4: I think Luton-Borough would be a phenomenal final at Wembley. I think mm. both sides will obviously set out their allocation, both great, great fan bases. Um, and sort of in terms of styles of play and both young up current managers in Carrick and Edwards, I think as a, as, a, as a spectacle at Wembley, the neutral would be a, be a fantastic game.
3: It's hard to argue with that. It's hard to argue mm. at this point as well. It's the... the... It is the two teams that deserve to be there based on current form. Yeah. And that's not just saying yeah. it's because we're third and fourth. That's because when both managers came in, uh, at the respective clubs, they've shown automatic promotion form. So, yeah, 100% looking at things as they are now, that that would be the final to, to look forward to. But I think for me as well, on weighing in on this sort of Millwall debate, I think I'd be more worried that the team that, that's potentially outside of the playoffs at the moment um, that that could show a good run of form at the end of the season, somebody like a West Brom or a Norwich who could sneak into into those playoff spots. I think Norwich, on their day, on good form, are still a very very frightening outfit. Same as West Brom, we've seen when they've been at their best this season what they can do. Carlos Corbran as well. Um, I don't want to be I was say that. Yeah. You know, I was Carlos Cor, I don't want to be Carlos Corbans twice. Um, that would be very, very unfortunate. You can just hear the yeah.
4: Sky Sports narrative already, can't you? The, the sort of Luton v Carlos round mount. It's just, you just you can just hear it already. Be, be sort of directed on Sky. It's just
3: can't be asked for that. Or oh, yet another Luton Millwall game. Luton Millwall games <laughs> TV.
1: I don't understand the foundation with Sky and putting Luton Millwall on the TV. I don't get it because they're not exactly the most exciting games. That two two earlier, I think that it was, was probably, probably the most exciting
4: one they've been. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It, it makes no sense. Meanwhile, Luton Watford was on the red button
4: but behind Preston no- Blackpool.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, but Preston making a late run. I'd like, take Preston, even though we haven't beaten them this season. I'd take them.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want this to be famous last words, words at all, but I mean, I was looking at their run. I mean, their fixtures have been pretty straightforward, right? In terms of like the wins they've had. Like, comparatively for the league, Reading at home, QPRA, Blackpool at home, got battered at Borough 4-0, then won at Wolverham at home to Cardiff is the last the last six games. So it's like, it's not been exactly a, the most difficult fixture list. And the one game that's been tough, they got battered 4-0 at Borough. So, yeah, obviously their form's been great, but I don't get a lot of this, this outside narrative about Preston being sort of the, the best team outside the playoffs at the minute.
3: No, I agree with that, Jamie,
0: 100%. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f- are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
3: Well, let's get on to Blackpool. Um, I mentioned Millwall being a different kind of game. Blackpool was a different kind of game for its own reasons. Um, we've come a little bit unstuck this season against teams that deploy this low block and, and make it really difficult, really look to you know come away with a point or, or score that single goal and sit back. Uh, Blackpool, I think, were quite effective in the way they set up, of course, got the relatively early goal, defended well for parts and we, of course, got that goal just before half-time. Were you pleased with the response after going 1-0 down, Jamie? Um, I guess it's not something that we see very often. It's not too often we go a goal down, um, but when we typically go a goal down, we, we do have our troubles.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's not very often in terms of recent history, in terms of the last, what, six months, three months, but it certainly is often in terms of, certainly my my in watching history over the past 20 years, it, it's happened quite a few times. And that, I guess for me, as, as a Luton fan, is what gives me a lot of confidence that I've Luton go 1-0 down to what you would call a side, you should get home when we're on, on the sort of one that we are and you just, you just can't recover, you probably get a point at best from those sort of games. So the fact that we've, gone down one early to, to a side battle in relegation with a new manager. It's had all the hallmarks of just a typical, like, looting bottle. So the fact that we could firstly get that, that equaliser before half-time, great finish from Pelly, then come out and we obviously we, we were by far the better side up until we went 3-1 up. And then at 3-1, it, sort of, it was game done and Blackpool looked like they were threatening, but yeah, it would have been for them to... to to, to get it back to 3-3 so I think it was for me I was delighted with the mentality of of the team um not the first time now we've we've sort of come from behind obviously Millwall we've spoken spoken about came from came from 2-0 down to to get to get a point um so yeah I mean it's definitely positive especially going into a playoffs where some some sides can crumble at 1-0 down um so to, to, to show that we can we can go behind and come back to get something is um, a really important trait to have especially in in the playoffs
1: yeah I made that seven points for the season um, from games where we've gone behind so that's that's good um, in in contrast 25 points lost from winning positions which isn't ideal Um when we when we went three one up though holvaf did make a very important save that would have made it a very nervy last 15 minutes um it was kind of point blank and he made a very good save big strong hands so I was i was, I was impressed with him there and it, it goes with the well i say before that he's really improved since that millwall game um yeah i'm i'm, I'm so happy for Pelly though Getting two goals. That was brilliant. And really good for Pelly, like considering we didn't think he was going to play again this season. And then he just pops up again. It was phenomenal.
3: And on to a little bit of Pelly Ruddock and Panzu appreciation. Um fantastic performance from him. It's crazy to think a few weeks ago we were thinking, will we see him before the end of the season when he went down at Sheffield United? showing fantastic form in in recent weeks but we did think that would be the end of it um almost poetic that he was he was very much involved in the first goal at Watford but really really um played a massive part in this game first of all scoring the our opener just before half time and then killing the game off with with that fantastic finish at the end um we run out of superlatives to describe Pelly Rodock and Pansu. what a player what a servant and you know, it almost seems that the next step has to be him playing Premier League football in a Luton Township.
4: You, you took the words out of my mouth. I was sat here sort of preparing what I was gonna say, and it was the you run out of superlatives for, for someone like Predivante panzu Um and if if anyone doubts him now, then they, they don't know ball basically. Like what a player. Not only obviously the goals of the weekend, he's 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 not he's not the most um Sort of, uh, he, he, he's not the best goal scorer that we've got for sure, but he, he pops up with some 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 big goals. But just his all round play, what he adds to the team on the pitch, a but also off it and in the dressing room, um, is yeah, it's amazing. And of someone of our generation, really, that didn't didn't know Brian Steen or Ricky Hill was as Luton players. Obviously, we know of them and know about them. But, but we never got to saw we never got to see him like for, for us peddwick is our is our wiki hill he's he's our looting legend that that we'll tell our kids and grandkids about in terms of he he was the guy that dragged us out of the 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 conference up to the championship and hopefully like like you said if 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 football has has any romantic side to it Roddick needs to walk out with Luton Town in the Premier League, if that if that doesn't happen, I've got I've got no faith in in football anymore.
1: I can't add much more to what you guys have said, but who would have thought it when John still signed him? Who would have thought it? he would be here a decade later, and we wouldn't be in the Conference; we would be be in the Championship. It's, it's unbelievable, and I think the the parallel you've drawn between him and Ricky Hill, I think that's. You know, I think that's very accurate. Like a lot of the oldies will say, ah, Ricky Hill, he was the best we ever saw. But with Pelly Ruddock, Like I've watched a lot of Ricky Hill's old videos in the way, like Ricky Hill would drive with the ball and you know, what what he meant for, for Luton, like in, in the you know, late seventies and, and throughout the eighties. Like that that's what Pelly means to us now. He's so good on on and off the pitch yeah you know as you say he might not be the most technical but who cares it's what he brings the vibes the vibes he brings to the changing room it's phenomenal
4: and uh, and uh, I certainly wouldn't expect my dad or your dad or, or any or any sort of certainly 50 or plus to to think of Penny Roddick at, at the same level as Ricky Hill because like i think there was there is that that almost that Memory bias of oh yeah you, you grew up to these players and that they 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 live in the memory so I wouldn't expect them to to sort of think that Pelly's on the level of a kill. but for us he's he, mm. he, he certainly is and to think as you say we signed him as a what a 19 year old central defender in the conference on loan from West Ham and he's now a 29 year old number eight in the championship it's um just the the, the way he's progressed all, all credit to John Steele Nathan Jones McArthur. Now, and now Edwards, the way he's, he's sort of bit by bit, he's just progressed and just become this. He, for me, he's this complete championship midfielder now. And I just hope he becomes a Premier League one.
1: Yeah. Did, did you guys ever hear that story about Pelly under John Still? Because I don't know if you guys remember, but I, I benefit from being a little bit older than you. And I, you're saying, you know, dad's over 50. My my dad's actually 70. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm that much older than you guys. Um Pelly didn't play much under John Still, and there was some sort of rumour going around that it was because one of Pelly's legs was longer than the other leg was that something <laughs> absurd something absolutely absurd like that I don't know if you guys ever heard that
4: <laughs> I think I have heard it's it because I'm, I'm not surprised it. that you've told me Like I think I have heard it because I'm not like what the hell, like, I'm pretty sure that rings a bell but it's just yeah, that's so funny
1: yeah it was no that i, I am now <laughs>
3: <laughs> crazy today uh
1: well any, anyone listening you know if you know the full story about that i'd love to hear about pelly's as- asymmetrical legs <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll go on to somebody else that was particularly influential um maybe it might be maybe it might be a little bit personal but, but alfie dawtie I thought again, it was fantastic. Um, played a lot wider um, than than we've sort of grown accustomed to seeing this season. He almost hugged the touchline. He was given that sort of license to really, really get at um, the right back lions, and you know, took full charge. Um, constantly beat his man, put some very good balls in. Eventually, led to to Morris's goal. Um, He's, he's another player that I've spoken so highly about this season, Alfie Doughty, but in my in my head, he just reaches, he continues to reach new heights and it's really exciting to see, you know, a young 22, 23-year-old uh, playing with such confidence and, and still have that thought in the back of your head that, you know, there's there's more levels to Alfie Doughty than, than what we're seeing right now.
1: Yeah, what a player. Or a player and i'm i'm so happy like he only signed at the beginning of this year so we got two more seasons of him or at least one more before we have to sell him before the inevitable you know people come sniffing around and you know try and take him off us for like 700 grand or, or whatever um really disgraceful offer people will give us um oh he's good and you're so right there they're just i feel there are so many more gears he can he can go on it's phenomenal I was I was on the fence at the beginning of the season because it took him a while to bed in. He was injured, and because of his injury records at, at Stoke and then at Charlton as well. Because I have a Charlton mate, and I asked him about Alfie Doughty, and he said, oh, he's injured all the time. He's a sick note, but he's you know since he's come into the team, he hasn't missed he hasn't missed a beat, has he? Phenomenal! Nice. What a player!"
4: Yeah, I, I think his ceiling is so, so high. I mean, if you look at the J that left us and went to Leicester, obviously, unfortunately, he's experienced, again, sort of almost doughty injury problems pre um But but J.J was someone that you could certainly pinpoint as, as, as a player that would play for England. He, he, he did play for England and probably should have, hopefully will have a longer career at England if, if he can get over the injury problems but for me I look at Abidari and he's certainly in that mould I think if you look at if you look at left side left side of defenders at England level obviously you've got Luke Shaw and Ben Shaw as the, the two right now but Shaw's not getting younger but again got, got glass legs so he, he, he's he's sort of in and out and if you can look look behind that I think As if you're Alfie Doughty at 20 years old, you're thinking that England shirt's definitely taken in the future. If 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 he can just get into the Premier League in the next 18 months, be it with us or with someone else, you just think he's 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 for me he's someone that can play for England one day. Um, if if you like I said, if if you look at JJ and and compare him to Alfie Doughty under a good coach like Edwards under a a, under a, a Premier League sort of team manager games, there's no reason why he can't reach the top.
1: Yeah, in this system, he's he's perfect in this system. I don't know if England player three at the back anymore. I think we've moved on to a four. Uh, at the yeah, back. I,
4: I, th- I think yeah, I think you need to obviously understand that managers can change, right? Obviously, you've got Southgate Southgate now, who might leave after the after the Euros, and then from there, who knows what happens in terms of who, who, who you recruit. But I think a, a lot of the injured. Rob Edwards, sorry, he's Welsh, isn't he? He knows um,
1: England. <laughs> he was, he was uh, an England coach.
4: I think a lot of England's systems are dictated to by the players as well at, at the end of the day. If you've got a, 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 a long list of attacking win-backs but no defensive full-backs, I think you've got a player system that, that caters to them, right? So, I think I, I, I certainly wouldn't rule them out just because right now we're going go back four.
3: Yep, certainly fair comment. We'll go on to another player, uh, Luke Freeman. Of course, he's spent a lot of the recent weeks, months out, injured. But he's back fit. He obviously got a few minutes against Blackpool, got even more minutes with our development squad, scored a a beauty from from the sounds of it against Brentford. Um, It's good to see him back on the pitch. And again, just looking at what he can offer us, he offers something completely different. You look at our midfield options as they are, He's somebody that can unlock defences. And, you know, if we did have further troubles against Blackpool, uh, against Blackpool you know, you, you would have counted on him to come on and, and give us that little bit extra. Um, but, you know, we've got games against Rotherham coming up, Reading to play. You, you feel like in those sorts of games against teams that might give us a little bit more of the ball, he could be somebody that, that can help turn draws to wins, losses to draws. Losses to wins, however you want to look at it.
1: Yeah, I'm a big fan of Luke Freeman. Um I know he, he doesn't give you the running that Alan Campbell will give you in the 10, but there's there's one there's one stat that you know you can't you can't really deny, and it's his chance creation. So he he'll he'll create like two chances a game, and that, that's two big chances. And th- that's something his passing and also he scored a couple of goals this season. His late, uh, he sort of has the late arrival into the box that Luke Berry gives you, but also the incisive passing that Henry Lansbury gives you. But he's just, because he's not too much of an athlete, he's sort of lacking a little bit. But I, I like him. I like him.
4: Yeah, I think for me, the positive is it's just a body. I think, in terms of the best midfield three, I can't see past Nicamber, Pelly, and Clark. Obviously, Campbell's playing at the minute, but when all, when all three are fit for me, that's the three. But then, like you say, you've got Campbell, Berry, Lansbury. Louis Watson had two or three amazing games and he's sort of fallen out completely, but he's there. Luke Freeman, and i already say, in terms of his on the ball ability, if if we're desperate for a goal, we tend to go and, and you want someone on the pitch that can just launch good balls in touch. For Eli and Carlton Morris, Luke Freeman's one of those players that has has that ability. Um, so yeah, it's just another option, more squad depth. I think even one of the end, came on at left wing back for a little bit, and then Edwards qu- quickly realised that that probably wasn't the best idea and brought Bradley on, so then he can move Bed out, to, uh, so he can move Bed outside. But yeah, I mean again, he's someone that's flexible and and, and, and can do a job for us, certainly.
3: yeah good to have not just an extra body but somebody that that, as I mentioned before somebody that gives you that something different Um, we mentioned about Alan Campbell before how he gives us something completely different to the midfield trio that was Clark, Pelly and Nakamba for for a period of time and now of course Campbell's come back into the side gives us that that little bit more um, I guess relentlessness in the press Um, yeah it's good to have variation in midfield nothing we've Certainly found good balance this season. We'll go on to the next fixture, which is Rotherham away. Um, Another game, Rotherham have made sort of good progress. There's usually dubbed as a team that that, um, flickers through the divisions, usually gets relegated from the championship and straight back promoted to the division. Um, It looks that they're in a good, there's a good possibility that they can avoid that and, and stay up this season but you still expect them. They're going to be fighting for their lives. They're fighting for every point at the moment. Um, How do you expect this game to play out? Do you think uh, another Blackpool game may play out where they sort of deploy this low block, look to hit us on the counter-attack, or do you see a different kind of game playing out?
4: I mean, they're a side that will take a lot of confidence from recent results. Obviously, going to Carrow Road, getting a point, and then beating... 3-1, Three one, so they're a side that are currently carrying a lot of confidence, and, and Matt Taylor's done a good job since coming in. I think it was War went to Darwin, wasn't it, right? So he, he came in from Exeter to, to, to sort of try and s- s- stable the ship, so to speak. So I don't know. I, I wonder if that if that's sort of confidence might play into our favour a little bit. They sort of they've beaten two two very good sides, and now they've got a fair winning quick succession. Um, Maybe they maybe they'll back themselves a little bit more to come out and and actually bring the game to us, which which might, might suit us. Um, but now again another very tough championship game. Um, my first time at, at the New York Stadium this weekend, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, and hopefully we can we can just keep that pressure on Sheffield United. For me, I just want to just keep keep being relentless and, and keep putting that pressure on on top two.
1: Yes, yeah, so I saw the way they played against Swansea when they were televised a few weeks back, and they they do step up onto the opposition. They play really good football. That that guy, I think it's Ogbeen or Ogbene, I'm not sure how it's pronounced. He's one of you know we we should be in for in the summer. Like no matter what division we're in, he's he's so good. He I'd say he's if he 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 could walk into any team in the Championship, in my opinion. And an interesting thing that I found online, not sure if it's true, but I'm pretty sure it is because, you know, it was Wikipedia and, you know, uh, it's an online encyclopedia where anyone can can edit. So that's amazing. You have everyone's, all the knowledge of the world at your fingertips. Um, It's my understanding from this incredible resource that is Wikipedia, that Joe Taylor is Matt Taylor's younger brother. What? yeah I uh, see your faces <laughs> 41 <four>, <laughs> year old Matt Taylor
4: is the oldest yeah. brother of what is he 19 yeah, year, old Joe, year old Joe Taylor
1: yeah I would have thought it's more likely he's wow. his dad but uh, according to Wikipedia now, that now that's is the... less
4: believable than the periodic sort of asymmetric leg um, story so <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just rolling out the facts today aren't
4: I mm. <laughs> What, as in, like, pure brothers or, like, step stepbrothers or half-brothers or...?
1: Uh, I honestly don't know, because Joe Taylor's um, Wikipedia page is really thin on the ground.
3: <laughs> that can't be true. That, I don't that can't know. be true. <laughs> I'd love it to be, but... Uh,
1: I don't know. Like, maybe someone needs to ask Joe Taylor on, uh, on Instagram or whatever... Platform. I'm, I'm, he,
4: not, I'm not even sure I, I want it to be true. Twenty-year-old to have a 41-year-old brother. Can you imagine? Yeah, imagine being yeah, 21 yeah, and, and, and having a little baby brother.
1: It happens. <laughs> it happens. There, you know, it might be quite a few kids in that family. There's nothing else to do in Wales.
3: <laughs> that is, uh, that's taken me back a little bit. I, I don't know what to say <laughs> anymore.
1: Uh, sorry, I knocked you off your role there. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, it'll be a it'll be a good game like Rotherham really went at us at home at the Kenny. I wonder if Kyoso will be back. It's ironic that he he left us cuz he wanted first team football and then he, he's been, he's been injured the whole season. It's, you know, I wonder ironic. if he'll start
4: over James Bree. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it'd be funny if he transfers to the Southampton under 23s, wouldn't it? <laughs> just,
4: to see, just to see if we can start between three.
3: Wow. yeah, that is. That is you started to mention a couple of individuals that, well, one individual in been there. Also, Jordan Hugill got a brace last time out. um a striker that can cause problems with his athleticism Pace Power, uh, good reader of the game. Of course, didn't have the best of spells at West Brom. But also got Tariq Fosu, I've also been very, very impressed by in, in recent seasons. Connor Coventry, very good um, ball-playing midfielder. They do have threats. They do have a lot of players. Um, I, I think looking at their January recruitment, even looking at their, their summer recruitment, they definitely look a better side than, than what we've grown used to from Rotherham in, in recent seasons. And I'm fully expecting a quite a difficult game. I think they'll come at us. I think they'll um, be buoyed by the the results they've got recently. Um, yeah, I'm expecting I'm expecting a tough test, which leads us beautifully onto some score predictions. And Ollie, I'll come to you first.
1: Oh, I think it's going to be a ding dong of a game. I think they're gonna they're gonna come at us. Like, even with the point deductions for for Reading and. Who are Wigan? Like you know, you're you're not out of the woods until you're mathematically out of the woods in the in the in the relegation battle. So I reckon they're gonna come at us. But I think we're gonna keep being, as Jamie says, relentless. And I think it's gonna be one nil Luton
3: I like that. I like that a lot. Jamie, what about you?
4: Yeah, I think at this stage the odds on one 0 is going to be under evens, right? I think um, even though we've not had that result for four games now, but um, yeah, I, 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 I think it's it's hard to say in anything different than than one nil. I think you've always got to go into into games being confident. I think like we said on the last pod, Billy, it's sort of getting to that League One title-winning season levels of confidence where you sort of you go into a game and you're just believing that that you can beat anybody, right? Um so again, tough game. I think they will stay up they're, they're far from sort of the worst side in the league. I think that there definitely are three worst sides in this league this season than one of them. So I think they'll stay up. Um but yeah, I think I think one 0 Luton. them.
3: Yeah, I'll join you with the safe option of one 0 Um yeah. Yay. Very, very boring predictions, but when they're when, when you get so many 1-0 victories in a season, it would be crazy not to be crazy not to go for a 1-0 victory for Luton. But that is it for today. A big thank you to the pair of you for joining. And a big thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, shout out for our socials quickly. We are of course at Oak Road Hatter on Twitter. We are Oak Road Hatter on Facebook and Oak Road Hatter Pod on Instagram. And also make sure to check out our YouTube channel, which is Oak Road Hatter, of course. But until next week, it is goodbye from us.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery.